Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Steel Nation Radio. I'm Mike Palaya of SteelNationAssociation.com, where we cover the Steelers 24-7 while bringing you, the Steeler fans, together in an effort to raise money for Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Come check out the site, read the articles, partake in the contests, and so much more. Help us help the kids at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. And as always, you can find me at SteelCityUnderground.com, where they have many great, great columnists covering the Steelers more than anybody else on the web. So please check us out there. And lastly, you can find me in the new Pittsburgh Courier. All right, it's been a very long time since I've recorded. A uh, lot going on. Not going to bore you with that. We're going to go right into Steelers football. And as I record this show they sit at eight and O. Um, they've been rolling they've been rolling um, sometimes a little easier than others uh, this last one against the Cowboys maybe wasn't the prettiest but the first thing I'm gonna say about that is I don't care they won you know I, I see national media and others you know almost lambasting the Steelers for winning on the road it's not an easy thing to do in the NFL. I don't care who you're playing, and I understand they're playing against a backup, backup, backup quarterback, and I understand they were playing against a Dallas team that's not very good who's had their defensive struggles. I get all of that. But let's not forget a couple of things. One, the Cowboys were in a desperate moment, and they were playing for their lives, and they put on a hell of a show in that regard. Two, the Steelers have some injuries that they had to overcome, and... You know, number three, although it didn't impact him too, too badly, Roethlisberger was hurt. Roethlisberger was hurt. So, and quite frankly, if Mason Rudolph doesn't play the last couple of minutes of the first half, I think the Steelers score a touchdown there and don't settle for a field goal. But nevertheless, they got out of there with a victory. They're 8-0, and there is no apologies to be given. They don't need to. They did their job. They've done their job for eight consecutive games. And they're going to continue to do their job when they host the Cincinnati Bengals this coming weekend. Period. Period. Ben's going to end up playing. Not concerned about that. It looks like Alu Alu is going to be back, which is going to really help the run defense because that has been struggling. Devin Bush being out has been a part of it. Alu Alu being out is a bigger part, in my opinion. Um, I've been pretty pleased with Spillane, quite frankly. Uh, don't expect him to be Devin Bush. He's not going to be, but he's done a decent enough job through his first couple of games. He's going to have to continue to do that. Alu Alu coming back is going to be a big addition. And and that's where I'm going to start, quite frankly. Everybody knows that the Bengals have Joe Burrow, number one pick, leading candidate for rookie of the year. He's already thrown for 2,200 yards. He's completing 67% of his passes. He's got a 91.4 QB rating, 11 TDs, five picks. Uh, you know, he's doing really, really well. He's also run for another 130 yards and three scores. On top of that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think the guy is doing really well. He's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, the reigning national championship quarterback. But this is the big time, and this is the best team that he's faced to date. And the Steelers' defense traditionally makes rookie quarterbacks pay and pay big. And while I think Burrow is an advanced rookie quarterback, and I think he's going to be somebody that the Steelers are going to have to mess with for many, many years, and I'm not excited about that. Uh, I do not think that this coming Sunday is the day 
that Joe Burrow puts away the Steelers. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening in their second matchup later this season either, quite frankly, but we're not going to skip ahead. Steelers will stop Joe Burrow. They're going to blitz him. They're going to confuse him. They're going to disguise their coverages. Uh, His go-to guy, Tyler Boyd, is the guy that the Steelers are going to have to focus on there. Um, And he's going to complete his passes. Look, don't get me wrong. He's going to do all right, but he's not going to have a big day. I think they're going to hold him to under 210 yards. I think they're going to force him into a couple of mistakes that he hasn't really done as a rookie. I'm looking for a couple of picks. And I think they're going to sack him pretty big, quite frankly. Now, he's been sacked 28 times through the first half of the season. So you can get to him a few times a game. And the Steelers aren't a team that only gets to a quarterback a couple of times a game, a few times a game. They get there often. And they're going to get there often this weekend. They're just going to. They're going to stuff him. Now, despite Joe Mixon having a less than stellar yards per carry average at 3.6, that's where I think the Steelers need to focus. They need to stop Mixon first. Giovanni Bernard is in there, etc. But Joe Mixon is the guy that they need to stop first. And uh, he's got the 428 yards. He's averaging 3.6 yards per carry, so it's not great. Steelers have been prone to give up a lot of rushing yards the last couple of weeks, and that's why I'm starting there. With Alou-Alou back, I think that they are going to force the Bengals to have to throw the ball, which puts it into Joe Burrow's hands more frequently, which... Like I said, he's not an average rookie, but a rookie against this defense can look pretty average pretty quickly, and I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm looking for T.J. Watt in the backfield. I'm looking for Bud Dupree in the backfield. Look for Highsmith to get back there and and really force Burrow into mistakes, if not just pounding him into the ground. Uh, You know, and they're going to they're going to stack the front seven, I think, and they're going to make Burrow beat them. At least that's how they'll start that game. Offensively. Uh, you know, Ben will play. I think that the receivers have looked fantastic. Juju Smith-Schuster, the last several weeks, has been the number one guy. Uh, earlier in the season, I started to wonder if it was him or a Deontay Johnson or a Claypool, and I started to land on Claypool, and I think Claypool is a fantastic receiver. And, you know, he's a Rookie of the Year candidate too, in my opinion. Probably won't get it over Burrow, but he needs to be in that discussion. Um, but... It's become evident, especially on third down, what type of receiver Juju Smith-Schuster is to this team. He's still the guy. He is. He is the guy. And he's proven that. And the way he fights for the ball, the way he fights for extra yards, the way he gets open, the way he doesn't complain when he's not getting 10 catches for 150 yards, i.e. Antonio Brown from a few years ago, um, you know, it's, it's great to see. I, you know, off season, we'll talk about it. I don't know that they're able to keep them. I'd love them to, but when you have the talent that they have, it's hard to justify giving him what he's probably going to want, but we'll cross that bridge. In the meantime, he is the guy that is really helping all of the receivers, just like Antonio Brown used to do with him. You know, there were questions. Can Juju do that last year? He did not answer the question. You know, it looked like no. Um, this year, I think he is. I think he's really helping Claypool. I think he's really helping Johnson, Washington, Ebron even. Um, You know, I think that's a huge, huge factor, and I think he's going to have a big day. I do think he's going to have a big day, and Ben's going to look for him. But if he can't get him there, get, you know, Juju the ball, then he's going to spread it out, and no one's going to complain, and that's the beauty of this team. What we really need to happen, though, 
is James Conner needs to get back on track. Now, the rushing offense the last few weeks, specifically against the Cowboys, kind of sucked. Wasn't good. I, you know, I've been all over the place with Connor. I liked him. I didn't like him. I've been ready to move on from him. I thought, oh, maybe, you know, that's not a good idea. I, I don't even know where to land on that right now. Where I'm landing for this week is he needs to carry the ball more effectively. He needs to carry the ball more effectively, period. I like Anthony McFarland as a change of pace back. I like Benny Snell, period. I think the guy can run powerfully he's relatively quick but Connor's still the number one guy and if he's the number one guy he needs to deliver and on top of that McFarland's probably not going to play this week he's missed Thursday's practice rookies that don't practice for Mike Tomlin don't play generally and I'd be surprised if there was an exception there so perhaps there's a little bit more leeway for a Jalen Samuels to come in I don't know but Connor needs to be more effective that's what I'm looking for. So really, in a nutshell, in a very, very quick wrap-up show here, since I haven't done this in a while, I don't, I'm not going to ramble on. I'm just going to say that I think that the defense needs to put the ball in Burrow's hands, stop the run, force him into sacks and mistakes, which they'll do. I think the offense is going to be fine to slinging the ball all over, but they need more out of James Conner. From a special team standpoint, I am not worried about Boswell. I know people want to go back and think that it's freaking 2018 Boswell. It's not. I know he had a couple of problems with the extra points the other day. I'm not concerned about that right now. If it happens again this week, then we could talk about it. But he's been clutched the last season and a half. I'm okay with where he is. It's nothing to worry about. So with that said, Steelers have a big big win. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think they go over 30. I think they put up 35 and they win this thing 35 to 17. And so it's not even close. They, they've got this thing by halftime. Perhaps you do see Mason Rudolph, not because of COVID, just because they're up so big and they want to rest Ben. Um, and, and you go from there, 9-0. All right, guys. I hope to be back next week, but if not, we will talk sometime soon, hopefully after another Steelers victory.